and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. For the regular listeners that tune in every Monday, thank you for being patient with me as I got it together and took an extra day to record this episode. On this one, I'm going to talk about expectations, motivators, and the big picture. I know that sounds like a lot to dive into, and honestly, this is more of a conversation to myself that I'm sure some of you will relate to. I need to put it out there and acknowledge it and maybe give some of you comfort along the way knowing that you're not alone if you share these feelings as well. Being a homemaker is hard. Being an adult is hard. Hell, I don't even have children yet, and I know that is hard. Hard is relative, and there's a big pendulum swing on how other people tell us we should react to hard things. There's all these reasons given for why something is hard and how it can be less hard. How often do we tell ourselves, I just need to be more disciplined, I just need to get organized, if only I had more time, and on and on. And here's the thing, there isn't more time. You can be as disciplined and organized as you want, but if you're trying to fit 24 hours worth of work into a 12-hour window, it will never fit. It's not your lack of organization or discipline or drive. I'm willing to bet that for most of us, we are extremely driven and rack our brains in different ways of how to make it work, like we're chipping away at a big puzzle. If I move this grocery shopping piece over here and the workout piece over here, maybe the work project with the deadline can fit in there. No, that didn't work. Okay, back to the drawing board and we go in this vicious cycle where something is always falling off the list. Now, here's the kicker. The things that fall off the list are usually the things we care about most. Or at least that's the case for me. Work pays the bills and it comes with hard deadlines and expectations. Those are easier to fit into the puzzle because they're usually the set pieces. Hopefully this puzzle analogy is making sense because I'm going to keep rolling with it. You've got your puzzle and some of the pieces, your work duties, are glued to the table. Try as you might, you are not moving those. And if you do, someone's going to get upset with you that you just tore a puzzle piece trying to pry it off the table. So you're left with little pockets of time where everything else you want to do can fit, except that it can't all fit. Most of us have too many pieces we're trying to put on the board. Our motivators dictate what is going on the board in any given day. Everything we do as homemakers, people really, has a motivation behind it. I enjoy a clean and tidy home, but I also keep the home up to serve the one I love. I want my husband to walk in the door at the end of a long workday and feel weight lifted, Happiness flood over that he is done with work and back home in a warm and inviting space where we get to build our lives together. If vacuuming was only about collecting dog hair, I wouldn't be nearly as invested in doing it. I'm looking at the bigger picture. Grocery shopping. If all food was created equal, grocery shopping would be simple. We'd walk in the store, throw 20 random items in the basket, and call it a day. But my motivators add some levels of complexity to what could be a much simpler task. I care about ingredients, quality, processing, and sourcing of the food I bring into our home. Now, your motivators might be different when it comes to food or any other item, and that's totally okay. 
continuing with the food example, let's say one of your motivators is time, saving time. Online grocery shopping may be your method because it's faster, where for me, I need to be able to read every label in person. Pre-made meals may fit your wants because you don't have to spend time prepping dinner. Why we do what we do is because of our motivators. Now, I'm not saying that if something doesn't get done, you weren't motivated to do it. I'm saying that you were less motivated to do that task than the ones you completed before it. That may sound harsh, but remember, I'm right here in the boat with you. And while I don't like to hear it, I do believe it to be true. Ah, but your inner voice is asking, how do you determine the order of the puzzle pieces so the important ones don't get left out? And you'll end up trying to narrow down the important ones from the list of what motivates you and realize that they're all important because they came to mind to begin with. First, you set realistic expectations. Every minute of your day cannot be scheduled to make sure you fit all 20 pieces on the board. Trust me, speaking from experience, it is possible, but here's the strange thing about what happens when you attempt this method. What motivates you to do the task isn't achieved. You fall into the jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none situation. It's very difficult to do everything you want, every day, at the same level of quality you want. You might do it for a little bit, but I'm willing to bet that over time the quality slips, or the motivation isn't achieved. Here's an example from my life. I race through the day, no me time, no devotional time, task, check, task, check, task, check, vacuuming, check, dinner made, check. Those things I do because I'm motivated to show my husband I love him, care for him, and want home to be a place of rest. But my husband wants to talk to me while we have dinner, have an engaging conversation. I'm brain dead from jumping task to task with no rest. So his motivation not being achieved. Dinner finishes and martyrdom enters the room. I walk into the sitting room to see my husband's shoes and socks are scattered on the floor, work bags thrown on the furniture. Are you kidding me? After the effort I put into cleaning today, he just walks in the door and makes a mess. Blah, blah. There's a thousand versions of this, right? I made dinner to honor my loved ones, but now I'm going to complain about how much time and effort it took. That's not honoring them. It's not making me feel good, and it's certainly not making them feel good. Let's reframe what actually happened there that I may have realized had I not completely burnt myself out packing too much into a day. My husband was thrilled to be home, thrilled to be in the warm and inviting space that I created. So thrilled, he popped off his shoes, threw his bags on the chair, and came right into the kitchen to give me a hug and kiss and say that he was glad to be home. <clears throat> exactly what I wanted, my motivation achieved. I wanted to the honor the one I love with a clean house and a home-cooked meal. Now here's the part I struggle with. That is constant work and won't end. There is no formula or scientific answer to what puzzle pieces are the important ones and which you can leave out. In fact, the picture you're trying to create with the pieces is ever-evolving, and that's actually a good thing. What motivated me in college doesn't even enter my mind now. Thank goodness for that. The things that motivated you when it was just you and your spouse surely change when your family grows. Again, a good thing. We need to move with the ebbs and flows and know that some days you're going to be a great wife and a mediocre employee. You'll be a great friend because you accepted a friend's invitation for coffee because she needed to talk, but you let your mom down because you didn't call her when you said you would. Give yourself grace 
And the flip side of that, try to give others grace when they don't meet your expectations 100% of the time. We're all doing our best to stay above the water. And in today's world, there are so many things to juggle. And it takes work and living in the things to realize if they're worth the time, energy, and effect on our greater motivations. Remember, you're allowed to change your mind. Backing out of something isn't quitting if it isn't serving your greater goal. In fact, when you stay in the things that don't serve your goal, you quit on that goal a little bit with each decision to keep doing whatever it is, knowing it's not going to achieve what motivates you. Well, this is probably going to be the most downloaded podcast episode because I will listen to it 10,000 times to keep myself focused on the bigger picture and goal and not get swallowed by the I shoulds and I need tos of life. Instead, I want to focus on the I want tos and I get tos. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have an awesome week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.